welcome to Common Sense Medicine. Yes, it's a new health podcast uh, that is evidence based, trying to get information out to people so that they better understand their health. That's right. Just trying to make regular medical knowledge more common. Yeah, and I think you know after we've been seeing patients for a while, we realize that's what people need. They just need more information to better understand their health, so they can make better educated decisions for their health. That's right. Go ahead. You are Melissa Wood. That's right. Family nurse practitioner with additional certification in lifestyle medicine. Which is awesome. And I am Tim Chen. I'm a family physician that has big interest in public health and evidence-based medicine. That's right. Now, again, this podcast is just—I guess—disclaimer time, right? This is just a podcast for medical information. This is not medical advice personalized for people because we don't know what people are going through. That's right. That's right. So, if you have any questions, any concerns, definitely consult with your provider before implementing anything new. Perfect. So now that's out of the way, we're going to get into today's podcast. Let's do it. Good. Yeah, we yep. have another episode coming on. Another episode. Yes, and more debunking. More debunking. <laughs> I feel like there's just a lot out there to debunk. Yeah, yeah. Well, so even we'll be here for. A while. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, because some of it you almost need like more time because mm-hmm. it's it's like it's a half truth. Like we could see why it would make sense. Yeah, but it actually doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, like when you think about it, like in theory, it should work that mm-hmm. way. But mm-hmm. really, when you come right down to it, it's a myth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So today we will be going over another five, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you have a list. Yes. Are we ready to start? You know what? I think so. Okay. Because there's just no there's no sugarcoating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here we go. Eating late at night makes you fat. All right. So let's talk about this because that actually is something that I used to tell people too. Like, hey, if you eat late, you go straight to bed. Your metabolism's not working, but it can make you gain weight, but not because of your metabolism issues. Right, right. And and we know that our daily overall calorie intake versus expenditure is what really matters when it comes to gaining or losing weight. It doesn't necessarily matter what time of day you're consuming those calories. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, that I think the reason people struggle with is with weight and eating late at night is because when you're late at night, I mean, you're eating the whole pantry. Like you just think about (laughs) what you have after dinner. It's never good. Right. And especially, and it can go one of two ways. Mm -hmm. It can be either you've, um, kind of deprived yourself all day, maybe like saving some calories for dinner, (laughs) but then you're so starving by the time you get home that, yeah, you eat dinner and you're still not satisfied. And then you have another snack before bed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so you're, it's your body's way of like making up for the calories that you skip during the day. Right. So that's one way it happens. But then also, um, for somebody that does stay kind of like, on track with like a good steady calorie intake throughout Mm -hmm. the day. If you do have a late night snack, it's probably in excess of the calories that you need. Exactly. Um, And it's not that you're, 
the problem isn't that it's right before bed. Mm -hmm. It's just that it's excess calories. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. And, you know, oftentimes I'm I'm just thinking about looking at me, like if it's at bedtime, you're craving something sweet or something crunchy, you're going for a bag of chips, you're going for a, you know, Girl Scout cookies and the amount of patients that tell me like, oh, I just want a bowl of cereal. Yeah. I mean, it's... Cereal is <laughs> like the late night snack that we hear. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, no one eats a serving size. You get the oh, big bowl. you get the bowl. Oh, yeah. If you were to measure that out, it would probably be probably be like what three cups or something yeah at least exactly <laughs> right and so it's, instead of doing like okay i'm just doing you know 120 calories of cheerios which mm-hmm. usually is not that it's something else we're doing like 500 calories mm-hmm. of straight high fructose corn syrup and of course we talked you know two weeks about fatty liver which is surprisingly a popular yeah. uh, episode it's just it's being stored because of the food content not because of the time mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so, so I, think, I think that one's too bad. <laughs> right, so, well, and Melissa, before we move on, okay. what should they eat before bed? I mean, if you had to eat something, we can do something other than like cereal or cookies yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like something that. that's going to be kind of a good, well-rounded snack, something that has a good fiber-filled carbohydrate, mm-hmm. a healthy fat, um, and maybe a little protein. Yeah. So I always like to do either like, an apple with some almond butter mm-hmm. or, you know, if you don't have that, you know, maybe just something that has a little bit of each of your macronutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll keep you feeling full throughout the night and it's not excessive to the point where, you know, you're overdoing it right <laughs> exactly. at the end of the day. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So just if you want to eat late at night, just got to be a little smarter about it. Mm-hmm. And fruit is always a good option. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, number two, let's go ahead to the second myth. To the second myth is eating small, frequent meals boosts metabolism. Mm. Now, you know, Melissa, we did a poll, and this was the second most picked choice. Mm-hmm. And this is one that I think have permeated nutrition science for a long, long time. Yeah, and I think the the theory, you know, again, mm-hmm. it sounds good in theory, but <laughs> right. whether it's going to make you lose weight or not mm-hmm. is a, you know, is a whole nother issue entirely. Correct. Um, yeah, we do get a little boost in our metabolism just with our body, like digesting food mm-hmm. and that process, but it's not enough and sustained long enough mm-hmm. to really make any difference with your overall energy expenditure for the day. Correct. So whether you eat three times a day or five times a day, Mm -hmm. it's not enough to make any significant difference. That's exactly right. So you're exactly right. The the concept is, okay, if I eat frequently and the buzzword there that makes it false is it affects your metabolism. Because Mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things, it's like getting $5 when you're a millionaire. Like, sure, it's better than zero, but it's very, very small in the big big thing, the the big picture, Mm -hmm. (laughs) big thing. Okay, Um, but I think reasons why people might feel like it works for them and it might work for some people is because it stops you from having those big binge eating sessions mm-hmm. right so right so if you for you for a person if you feel like okay if i eat five meals a day and i end up eating less calories because i'm not having that i get home from work i haven't eaten since noon i only had a snack bar at noon and i'm starving raving mad and i'm like tear up the house. <laughs> um, if it stops you from doing that, that's where you're going to get the benefit. Yeah. But the 
boost from metabolism, it doesn't really do that at all. Right. Yeah. And that's where the myth is. Like you said, you know, if you do get some benefit, it's more because, yeah, you're not overeating at the meals that you do have because Mm -hmm. hopefully you're staying more satisfied throughout the day Mm -hmm. and not having like those cravings or, you know, overeating when it is finally time to eat five hours later. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, you may get some benefit, but it's usually not from like the buzzword that we normally hear. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I have a funny story. I had a patient that did this advice, but he kept gaining weight. And the only word he left out was small. Uh, (laughs) like five to six meals a day exactly he literally said like well i thought i had to eat to lose weight and Mm -hmm. i was like what so he would not be hungry and literally eat a full meal before bed because he (laughs) yes so if you do that and and the flip side also is this is not like snacking five times Mm -hmm. a day this is not like i eat cheetos twice and Mm -hmm. then i eat like mcdonald's the other three like that's Mm -hmm. not what we're talking about this is like if you were going to do this you do want to have meals that fill all those macronutrients, right? So maybe you have eggs and toast. First of all, don't run away from toast, but right? <laughs> like egg and toast, oh, toast or yogurt for breakfast. Then mm-hmm. for uh, for a snack, you might have apples with almond butter. Mm-hmm. And then for lunch, something like So that's the kind of quality of food we're talking about if you wanted to do something like this. Yeah, yeah. Make it good. Yeah, good quality food. The things that we're need to be eating anyway (laughs) yeah so we've debunked two already Mm -hmm. all right melissa we are chugging along sorry i should have had that pulled up it's okay okay uh this is a good one (laughs) detox diets eliminate Mm. toxins in the body Melissa, we're going to stay on this one for a little bit. We're going to save you a lot of money. Yes, we are. Because <laughs> anything that you see that says like detoxify mm-hmm. or whatever, like there's all kinds of supplements and diet programs mm-hmm. and things like that. You don't have to waste your money on those. No, please yeah. don't. <laughs> <laughs> we have organs that do that for us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this idea of detoxing. Okay, so first of all, like you said, we have organs. Like our body is designed to detox. And the big detoxing organs, usually liver and kidneys. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a big... Uh, maybe theory for health that I've seen a lot of physicians talk about, which is, you know, protect the liver and feed the gut. Meaning like the foods or the exercise that we're doing needs to focus on these two main things. A, making sure the probiotic, the microbiome in the gut is happy. So foods high in fiber, lots of fresh fruits and vegetables, cutting down the processed foods. So that takes care of the gut, but protecting the liver. So that's a big one because we've seen when the liver fails, Mm -hmm. it's bad. Mm -hmm. And the liver is a very regenerative organ. It's a very resilient organ. It is one of the only organs, I think, that you cut and it can actually regenerate and grow back. Um, So it's a pretty special thing. But it's really good at detoxing itself Mm -hmm. if we just feed it the right things. Yeah. But unfortunately, we're doing all sorts of, we're not feeding it right. (laughs) We're just doing all sorts of crazy things to it. Yeah, and there's no supplement or concoction that Mm -hmm. you can take that will like flush your liver there's all these things that we (laughs) see like detox your liver Mm -hmm. and flush it and whatever yeah um there's yeah there's nothing that you need to buy to do that yeah Um, there was an article today that Mm -hmm. we that came up on the computer but it was um about lemon water which is a big one like all over social media you know drink warm lemon water in the morning to Mm -hmm. detox your liver and like affect your you know 
cravings and all kinds of claims. <laughs> I'm like, it's a lemon and water, which I mean, yeah, it's not going to hurt you mm-hmm. if you like the taste of warm lemon water and <laughs> it makes you feel good. Yes. You know, I don't think it's going to do you any harm, mm-hmm. but it's not going to do all the things that it claims. Correct. Like, this article was claiming that the vitamin C from the lemon would like boost your metabolism. Mm-hmm. Like if vitamin C was <laughs> like the answer, I mean, yes. we should be able to fix that pretty fast for yes. everybody. But you know, and then the disclaimer at the bottom of the article mm-hmm. was like, of course, you know, a healthy diet and exercise is essential, <laughs> you know, right. but you know, if the lemon water makes you feel better, I yes. guess. I just have to laugh like the whole time you're mentioning that, <laughs> you know, it's yes. just like, it's, it's claims. And, and in this case, it's mm-hmm. not anything harmful, but Correct. there's a lot of things out there mm-hmm. that can be harmful if, you know, and, and waste a lot of money, yeah. you know, to like support claims that aren't actually real yeah exactly and you know lemon water is a big one apple cider vinegar Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) we just gotta get (laughs) off the apple Uh, again you're right low harm risk right apple cider vinegar probably doesn't have any harm at all but the true benefit is also practically zero yeah um and especially if your idea is like well if i just take a tablespoon of cider vinegar but i eat trash food the rest of the day like that really doesn't do anything and we've actually had a couple of studies actually looking at common detoxing like cabbage soup diet or you know drink nothing but x or do nothing but x and what they found out is for most people all they end up losing is water weight mm-hmm. and they become bad malnourished low nutrient dense i mean and you lose all sorts of nutrients and the trade-off right so you don't have any protein in a cabbage soup diet whatever you will lose muscle mass you'll lose mm-hmm. all these other things uh, that ends up becoming more harmful than actually helpful yeah, and it looks like you've lost weight, and you probably have, but it's not, you know, it's not necessarily fat loss. You're losing everything else. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing that, go ahead, I was going to um, chime in on something else. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. No, well, I think, you know, it, it is a mystery that we are all, We I think we're. Uh, there was a quote that says, what makes man different from the animals is we like taking pills. You know, yeah. yeah, it's almost like, you know, you don't see rabbits detoxing themselves. Or, oh, the detox teas. Oh, the, the diarrhea tea. Yes. <laughs> All it's going to do is make you poop. And yes. yeah, you'll like lose some weight. But it's because you're... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So can you imagine like, okay, obviously we are beyond the dating age. Like we're married. <laughs> we're in a different phase of life. But trying to like get your body to look a certain type of way to go to the beach with a date and yeah. you've been doing the detox tea. And yeah. just <laughs> I mean, that could be a bad combination. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and people will do anything for mm-hmm. like upcoming event, beach trip, yeah. wedding, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just be smart about it. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with these kind of, okay. So once you go beyond just like lemon water, apples, like these like detox concoctions, weird things that you're drinking, yeah. medicines, especially if you have other medicines on board, you do have to be careful. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're on insulin with diabetes and also in your diarrhea, you're not eating, I mean, you can set you off into yeah. really bad things or heart failure, now fluid imbalances, electrolyte imbalances, like this, now you can actually get to something dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of those supplements, yeah, they do go through the liver because that's just the natural <laughs> process. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it can be stressful to the liver too, so. Yeah, yeah. So our our um, recommendation is that instead of spending all this money 
uh, on weird detoxing things from the internet. Yeah.、Uh, just like use that money to buy higher quality food. Yeah, yeah. Just eat. Just eat regular food. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you don't even have to do anything super special. Like,、mm-hmm. keep it simple. Eat your fruits and vegetables.、Yes. You know everything that you know you're supposed to eat, and just yeah, yeah. And see, our most of our patients are really smart because on the poll they did not pick that one as yeah, the truth. good. Yeah, good. now the、well. ones that did, I'm looking at you. <laughs> no, but yes,、uh, I think we will. That one might be the biggest one. Like,、mm-hmm. just be careful with all those things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number、right. four. Number four.、Um, no pain, no gain. Ooh, this is tough. Well, okay, <laughs> <is> so tough. <laughs> Melissa, you know when you lift weights and that next day you have that good like I did、Sorna's、something. Yeah, yeah. I know, and it is hard, you know, for anybody that works out.、Mm-hmm. You know, it is sometimes good to feel like. You've done something,、yeah. but at the same time, you don't need to be beating yourself up either. Correct. So、um, to get good results,、mm-hmm, you know,、mm-hmm. your body needs rest. Your body needs like low impact days. Correct.、Um, so it needs to be kind of a good mixture. Yeah, I mean, it's fine to have sore muscles. That's、mm-hmm. a good thing. It's you know, you're building new muscle and things、yeah. like that. But you don't have to be like all out in pain、mm-hmm. for exercise to be beneficial. Yeah, and I, I would say, especially in our age group, which we're still young. I keep saying our our age group. We're getting older. We're, I feel it a little bit more. <laughs> like my legs are still sore、uh, from yesterday's workout. But it is one of those like the biggest reasons why people stop working out is injury.、Mm-hmm. Um, and so at this time, especially looking reflecting back, like there are weights I was lifting when I was in eighteen that I had no business lifting.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next day you would feel a tweak, your your head would hurt, your knees would hurt, your back would hurt, but you're like, ah,、uh, whatever, you know. And when you're young, your body will kind of ca- you know be okay. Um, but now you hear all the time when people say form is more important than weight. Like making sure your deadlift or your squat or your bench press or your pushup has the right form, that plays more of a role than trying to lift a weight you can't. So you mess up your form or you're doing rep counts that are way too high,、mm-hmm. like CrossFit,、mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and you tweak your shoulder. And a lot of patients after they tear their shoulder, they hurt their back, they don't go back, and so the risk. Of injury leading to poor health in the future is way higher than, you know, having an ego and pushing yourself beyond、mm-hmm. just to, just to feel like you if you don't push yourself there you didn't get a good workout.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and pushing yourself through a workout to feel some kind of way,、mm-hmm. you know. I used to feel like if I wasn't like dripping in sweat、yeah. at the end of my workout, I must not have like you know burned enough calories、mm-hmm. or you know. It wasn't necessarily worth it, and that's why a lot of people like will skip exercise.、Mm-hmm, you know,、mm-hmm. if they don't feel like they can commit like forty five minutes or an hour to、mm-hmm. like really hit it hard, then they just won't do anything at all. Yeah. Whereas if they could just walk ten minutes, you know, fill that time with some sort of movement,、mm-hmm. and still get some benefit rather than none at all. Sure. We we kind of have this like all or nothing mindset、yes. sometimes, and sometimes we just need. Some moderation there,、yeah. and like do it anyway.、Mm-hmm. You know, scale it back. Sometimes your body needs rest. Sometimes,、mm-hmm. but you know, getting a little bit in is better than nothing. Oh, a hundred percent. Because I love what you said there. A lot of people do have this all or nothing mindset, and unfortunately, it's always on nothing. You know,、mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's real I, easy to skip it. Yeah, if I can't do it, then I might as well not do any. And、mm-hmm. you're exactly right. I mean. 
I think our past podcast covering exercise, like any is better than none. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we have a challenge, so people are listening, mm-hmm. and then probably the next two weeks when we release it, I mean, you're going to look at some of these rep counts. And for some people who've been working out, they're going to be like, this is not enough. Yeah. You know, but for some people who haven't done anything, just doing that rep count will make a difference. Oh, yeah. 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 And you don't have to do anything crazy. And, mm-hmm. and our challenge will be things that are very accessible to anybody mm-hmm. at home and with no equipment, you know, right. those kinds of things. Just knowing that you can move your body basically any time of any day uh-huh. and still get something beneficial for your body. Absolutely. And I think to follow on this no pain, no gains type of things. Rest days are really important. Mm-hmm. Like you have to take the days, you know, if you're going to push yourself to the point where you're going to hurt yourself, mm-hmm. you do have to take time to heal. And sometimes mm-hmm. that is a full day of just walking in the neighborhood. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you love the hit exercises. You love feeling that burn that, but you need days where you sleep well to recover. So that's a sleep thing, but also days where it's light impact mm-hmm. and you, you might not feel like you're not burning you're not burning calories that day. That's okay. Your body needs those days to repair and build that muscle correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of that active recovery. And I think we mm-hmm. talked about that in, in maybe the exercise episode or one of those. Yeah. But yeah, we need just kind of recovery. And if you want to remain active, yeah, going for a walk, doing some yoga, you know, just something lower impact um, is still beneficial. And your, your next workout following that active mm-hmm. rest is going to be more efficient. You'll be able to, you know, kind of get back to it. Exactly. At full force. Yep. See, that's exactly <laughs> right. Better than just half doing things because you're hurting. Exactly. Then, you know, you'd rather just rest up, finish it the next day, you know, and do, you know, you want to work out well. And mm-hmm. like I said, we want you to work out and be active for a long time. Mm-hmm. So this, like, no pain, no gain, you know, push yourself till you feel like you're about to pop, and then you actually do pop something. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no need for that. And we've got studies showing that even from a muscle growth standpoint, taking rest days, just doing the workout without feeling that crazy soreness, you still get the benefit of muscle fiber growth and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Melissa. Last this is, but not least. And this one should hit home for you, girly. Okay, yeah. If um, women lift weights, they will get bulky. So, yes. yeah, yeah. You don't look bulky to me. I mean, maybe. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I think women in general and I mean, I don't know about Mm -hmm. men, but um, women in general kind of have the stigma about weightlifting that, you know, if I lift weights or lift heavy weights, Mm -hmm. I'll get Mm -hmm. bulky. Yeah. No. No, not at all. (laughs) Um, Women don't have enough testosterone, you know, to to even build, you know, large muscle mass. Correct. Um, So really... It's, it's not even possible. Like, I yeah, can't even really explain yeah. it any differently. Yes. It's just not really possible. But mm-hmm. I will say, muscle does take up space, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So, there, you know, if you are working on building muscle, mm-hmm. you can expect, like, yeah, maybe yeah. certain areas of your clothing fit a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and so uh, this is the part where we'll add a couple of things. So first of all, I think from a weight training standpoint, so important for bone health, for osteoporosis protection, especially in women, uh, for muscle, you know, and for fall prevention, all these things that are big problems as we age, building muscle prevents that from happening. Mm-hmm. 
Um, most, and I, I'm also on the flip side, or I continue on that. I really do like the trend that we're going in now. You know, when we're growing up, the women have to be skinny. Mm-hmm. I mean, like skinny, skinny, skinny. Yeah, enough to be like you're almost bony. Like mm-hmm. you know, um, like that ninety, yeah. like just. 90s like the magazines everybody was like that's right real yeah. thin and yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh it's so funny yeah and now obviously we're shifting more to a, a time where the beautiful is strong strong is beautiful mm-hmm. it's not skinny it's strong so more and more women have started developing like okay i can do some weight training mm-hmm. um, now a lot of women and not all of them but a lot of women that are super like bulky they're on something yeah, and yeah. they're doing that for like competition purposes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or things like that. You're not going to accidentally end up like that. <laughs> you know? That's right. These people that you see that are like, you know, in bodybuilding competitions mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. things like that, yeah, they may be on something. They are paying such close attention to their like macronutrients mm-hmm. and they're going through cutting and like all this stuff to yes. like get down to like, such low body fat Mm -hmm. they don't maintain that year round like they get to that point for their competition Mm -hmm. and then they you know you know kind of revert back to you know a different you know way of eating they're not in that cut year round like it would not be sustainable like women yeah would lose their periods Mm -hmm. would lose bone mass Mm -hmm. you know all these things that women are not designed to have such low body fat yeah um so those people that you see, it's not like you're just going to accidentally like, <laughs> That's right. get all these like, you know, yeah, crazy muscles. Exactly. And I think the second point is because muscle is leaner than fat a lot, like you look super lean and healthy, Melissa. So. <laughs> you look great yeah and that's that's the kind of the body shape that you'll probably end up finding more than just like all these muscles and for those people like i said they're trying to get there like i said they're in a program they're all they're lifting crazy weights i mean you'll see women hip thrust like 400 pounds and you're Mm -hmm. like that's not possible so you have to actively try to look Mm -hmm. that type of way but if you you know, train for, with volume, you do different sets of weights, you do different types of exercises, it can keep you strong without giving you this look that you don't want. Right. Um, and like say, and, and to further say, say that, it might make your scale look funny, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the amount of women here that I think are so nervous about the scale, mm-hmm. like weightlifting increases the weight, it makes the scale go up, even if they look better, they're thinner, their mm-hmm. arms look slender and toned, they, if it, that number, yes, that yeah, number, it is. It's crazy because I've dealt with this, and we mm-hmm. we probably need to plan to do a whole nother episode on this because yeah. there's a lot to talk about here. So just let us know if you want that one because yes. there's you know so much push for women to like weigh a certain number, mm-hmm. and people will make or break their day by the number yeah. that they see on that scale in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what What I've come to realize as I've gotten, like, older and wiser mm-hmm. is that, and, you know, in just, like, learning a lot of, about this, you know, I've heard, like, if you look at a woman who looks toned mm-hmm. and lean and things like that, she probably weighs more than you realize, mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. probably has been lifting weights to get that shape. Yes. And the body that you want is going to weigh more than you want it to. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because as you start to build muscle to get a certain shape, yeah. 
Muscle weighs something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you may even see that scale go up a little bit, but you're not going to get the look you want without, mm -hmm. you know, building something. Yeah. We've, we've got to stop like starving ourselves mm -hmm. thin to mm -hmm. where we just look like, you know, <laughs> exactly yeah. like we're wasting away mm -hmm. and actually like fuel our bodies to build something. Yeah. That a plus Melissa. <laughs> exactly. And I think next week when we release that episode, which we recorded with a personal trainer, you need to fuel the body to exercise, to get the body that you want. And like you said, most women that look Especially on Instagram, you see a lot of them. They probably weigh more than mm -hmm. you think they do. Mm -hmm. And even when they've lowered the body fat, you know, especially with guys, guys will want to cut and lose some. They still weigh more than you think if you want that type. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. I'm not trying. <laughs> I'm too old to be getting that kind of body type. Um, but the number on the scale doesn't matter as much than, say, the waist circumference around your stomach, mm -hmm. you know. The visceral fat, and we've talked about this before, from a health standpoint, that is the issue. Um, and so for women, we strongly encourage, you know, weight training and push-ups and all these things because we just think the health benefit farther down the line and even now i mean you feel better you can do the one trip grocery right no one wants to go like four times uh, you know like you can take your kids up you can like am i like dragging the kids in the wagon during soccer season and throwing all your stuff in there and mm -hmm. you just feel like you can do more things when you're stronger oh yeah yeah and yeah. that's what we're looking for mm -hmm. yeah you know and and we've got to get away from like measuring ourselves by a number on the scale. <laughs> yeah. It's so damaging. And, mm -hmm. you know, after spending like the majority of my adult life, like chasing a certain number, yeah. like it got me nowhere, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. other than just like feeling disappointment in myself, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things like the sooner you can learn that, the better. Yeah. Yeah. And the happier you'll be, the more That's confident right. you'll be, the whole thing. So Yeah. Well, and I think we're right, Melissa. We probably will need to do a whole episode on the psyche of weight loss. Because, yeah, I remember, I remember even Jen, like, when she was running uh, track and cross country, obviously, you she was a sprinter, so she had certain muscle development type. But the clothes that women are in when they compete mm -hmm. even makes your brain think, like, well, I got to get thinner because I got to oh, wear yeah. this to run. We're talking about, like, beach volleyball, you know tennis lord oh, have yeah. mercy yes yeah, so. and that's all women's sports yeah, you know yeah. i mean gymnasts Gym um, yes, you know gymnasts. yeah tennis um cheerleaders mm -hmm. like i mean it's like our bodies <laughs> are just on display yeah, yeah that's a whole nother yeah. <laughs> episode but um but yeah people feel they have to look a certain way and usually they think they're gonna look that way by getting their weight down mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but really it takes like building the muscle to yeah yeah perfect <laughs> well melissa i think to wrap these things up so we you know today we debunk five more mm -hmm. um first one being eating late at night makes you fat we realize it's not the the timing, because the metabolism doesn't really change very much throughout the day, but it's more the food quality people choose at night. Mm -hmm. So obviously, that's just something to watch out for, maybe choosing a healthier snack before bedtime or in the evening, or don't do ice cream and pie dessert every single night. You know, things like that is what affects the weight more than the timing. Mm -hmm. um, the second one we debunked today was... Whoa. Oh, um, um, well, I'll skip to the, the detox things. Yeah, we talked about... Um, 
Two was the false, um, the small frequent meals. Yes. Yeah. So we learned that, yeah, it's yeah. not the small frequent meals more so that affect your metabolism, more so that if you eat small things so you're not ravaging mm-hmm. and hungry. It helps your appetite throughout the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so for some people, that works. Mm-hmm. Some people, it might not work so well, but it's not the like, oh, if I can't eat five meals a day, my metabolism is messed up. That has nothing to do with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, the detox don't waste your money just eat eat food <laughs> and let your body do do what it needs to do yeah um and then no pain no gain correct you need your rest you need moderation yeah all that and then um the bulky yeah don't weightlifting woman <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, don't I, worry about that don't worry about yeah. that right unless you're actively trying with a personal trainer and doing a bunch of supplements mm-hmm. and eating a crazy amounts of protein you don't have to worry about that and like i said i'm really happy that we are starting to trend toward strong is beautiful because mm-hmm. obviously i have a daughter and she's doing gymnastics mm-hmm. and so these are some things that we want by the time she gets to that teenage years where those those thoughts of how other people look at her will start to matter mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be in a different stage where I it's hope not. so. And there's been studies that mm-hmm. like the one factor that can change a girl's confidence mm-hmm. is weightlifting. So yeah. I feel like, you know, and maybe there will be more studies that, you know, kind of delve into that. But I, a lot of that is like up here, you know, yes. rather than just your body. But, um, but yeah, I, I hope for the girls, mm-hmm. you know, in future generations, it'll be a lot easier and more accepting of that. Yes. Well, okay, Melissa. So we are done with our 10 myths. Next week, we are going to be pushing out a four-week challenge. Mm -hmm. And the interest is there. A lot of people have commented on the photos of watching you do your stuff, Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so demonstrating. there you go, girl. Well, we're excited to put that out there because – you know, I think it can really help people realize how strong their body can be, realize how active they can be from anytime, anywhere. Um, so for our listeners to keep their eyes on, I think we're going to release the audio on Thursday next week, uh, a kind of a baseline fitness test on Friday. And then starting Monday, we got some things going. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, thanks, Melissa. Yeah, thanks.